I had a fry every day this summer. Working on building sites. You know, now again, we didn't win, so maybe it wasn't the right thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been there the food and the pasta. <laughs> OTB AM. Live, weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTB Sports app. Friday Night Racing. On Off The Ball. Brought to you by Horse Racing Ireland. Love every racing moment. Visit hri.ie. All right, you could say it's fate, but it's a bit of a go-away special this weekend with the weekend that's in it. You could, you could say that. You could say that. You only will agree. You've shown up in in, uh, in your camo jersey. Yeah, this was, uh, I think this was the 2018 Hurling kind of sort of, I don't know, away training top. I don't think I've actually bought a jersey since. Not mad into buying jerseys every year anymore. I think it's a bit commercial. Like, I don't like the way football clubs have a jersey every year. I saw you giving out about that before. It's wrong. Why don't you get over yourself? But it, you don't have to buy it. Say no. Parents are allowed to say no to their kids. Are they? It's fine. Yeah. It's not that big a deal. Why do you need a jersey every you year? Don't, you don't. It's, it just it's undermines fashion. them. It's not. It's fashion and it's style and clubs should be able to express themselves in more ways than one. And make money. I, I, and yeah. what, how, how does the club put the best product out? How, how do counties... No, how do they you've, you've, stuff? you've a jersey from your past where you really like... It just meant so much to you. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't mean anything anymore if you just change it every year. But nothing means anything anymore, Johnny. It That's actually, how life is. It actually doesn't, you're right. There you go. So, I agree. But your, your camouflage jersey of Galway means something to you this weekend because it's oh, the Galway yeah. races. <laughs> that was my segue, not into your rant I about better, jerseys. I better take it off between now and Sunday. Um... It is the Galway race. And Sam McGuire could be at the Galway race. Uh, finally, three minutes in, you get to the bit that I was teeing you up for. Good man. <laughs> Nothing means anything anymore, except it does this weekend. I think Michael Maloney might be with us. Michael, you can inject some sobriety into proceedings for us, please. How are you? Good afternoon, gents. How are you? I, I, I guess you are almost as excited as Johnny about the prospect of Sam McGuire being at the Galway races next week. Ah, it is, isn't it? A, a, a fabulous occasion. It's such a... A strange thing to think that uh, you know we have the All Ireland final uh, before before the races and it'll all be done and dusted. You know, usually uh, those teams are hiding away in camp uh, and, and we never get to see them at the races. So to be able to hopefully welcome them here with Sam McGuire in hand will be unbelievable. I think the 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 city would be alive uh, and certainly the race course would be would be too. So uh, look, it's. Uh, as I say, it's just, it's great for Galway. I went to the launch, uh, the weights launch on Monday, Michael. I ended up getting the last train home. It took me about four hours to get through Air Square. Um, so the city's already alive. And this is before either the, the football or the racing, as it turns out. I mean, the place is absolutely buzzing already. Oh, yeah. Galway is, you know, it's, it's a great city. And it's, I suppose, it's, it's a festival city. Uh, it's probably why why I'm back here, why I'm based here, and you know we we've come off the film fly. The the arts festival is on here at the moment, and it's uh, you know crowds have been huge uh, for the last two weeks at, at the arts festival, and it's uh, I think we're we're so far fortunate as a racecourse to be so close to such a great city because that's what makes the the festival that we have uh, what it is really. It's the it's the the vibe in town. It's the vibe around the county. Uh, it's the you know the party doesn't stop once people leave Ballybridge. Uh, it will happen right around the city in the county for for many hours after the last race. And um, yeah, it's just uh, it, it's a great city to be part of. And just to clarify, if if the Kerry lads show up with the cup next week, they'll also be welcome. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to suggest that. I think they would. It's a very friendly race course. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Look, obviously, obviously, uh, all, all joking aside, we'll uh, 
you know, there's, there's uh, anybody that comes to the gate here, you know, they're, they're always welcome. Uh, and, I, and I think that's what's the, the, the biggest thing about the festival as well. You know, there, there is such a great welcome, uh, whether it's at the race course or whether it's in town or whether it's the taxi driver or the, the hairdresser or the B&B, you know, everybody is here to, to make sure that anybody that comes to Galway, not just for the races, but as I said, the arts festival or anything else that's happening all way. Everybody makes sure uh, that they have a great time. And, you know, I think what we've always been named one of the, the friendliest cities in the world and uh, with many other accolades similar to that. So uh, everybody's very proud of that fact uh, and, and, and wants to, to, to keep that, that, that uh, I suppose, atmosphere and mentality up there. Uh, this is a reminder for anybody just tuning in this is Friday Night Racing and Off the Ball brought to you by Horse Racing Ireland love every racing moment visit hri.ie you can follow the Twitter account at hri racing and the hashtag is every racing moment we, we spoke uh, over the course of COVID about the various um, racing that was happening and I think everybody was putting a good face on a very difficult situation but the reality is the full crowds at the Galway races is a transformative moment for the city and I'm, I'm, I for one am very glad that whole period is over and that we're actually get, getting to go back to something akin to normality are you guys experiencing that kind of surge in adrenaline as well in the build up I'm sure there's concerns about the full numbers and being able to deal with them but actually you know we, we'll, we'll all make do with what we have to but the excitement levels must be off the charts yeah you know I, I was actually talking to someone only half an hour ago and we were kind of having this conversation and, and I think you hit the nail on the head. We, we, we were making the best of probably a bad situation uh, last year. And it, it was great. You know, we, we had a thousand people and there was a lovely atmosphere there, but uh, I suppose the last two weeks here have just been I- incredible. You know, it's, it's almost something that we've, we've forgotten about the build up and the, you know, the people that are back on site here that we haven't seen in three years uh, because we get so many people that come back year in, year out and, you know, they know their job and they get on and do it. And and to see the marquees go up, uh, you know, we, we've had the opportunity as well over the last two or three years to maybe change how we do things a little bit and how people uh, access the enclosure and the food and the beverage. And I, I think people will notice a lot of changes, although they're, they're, they're subtle. There's still a lot of changes. There's a lot of new facilities uh, in the enclosure. So, you know the vibe for for the team. We 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 have a small team here of ten full time staff, and and it builds from there. You know we could have two thousand people working here next week when you take catering, security, tote. You know there's so many people that have an involvement here. And I was driving through the enclosure there this morning, and you can see like everybody's at at full tilt. Uh, you know they're they're working probably the hardest that they've they've worked uh, all year or probably in three years. Um, but you know they all know what it's what it's for and what it's about, and uh, I, I think people get such a sense of pride uh, when they see uh, so many people here and so many people enjoying uh, what's on offer. And uh, there'll be no doubt that we'll be able to to cope with uh, what we have, uh, what we get here next week in terms of numbers. Uh, so you know we really hope it's uh, it's, it's strong figures, and uh, we will welcome everybody here. Like John B. Kane is probably more associated with Lestol because that's their 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 hinterland. But he said Galway races was a state of mind, and um, that's what it is for me. Like my memories of Galway races are not so much of horses, but of what what happened during the races, or people you met, or uh, even other races that were going on. The crack in town afterwards. The, the you know the, just this 
constant um, going back to what it was the year before of meeting people you mightn't have seen in 12 months and um, I know James Connolly said Ireland without the Irish means nothing to me Galway race without the people wouldn't wouldn't survive because that's what it's about it's about that amazing atmosphere where the, the racing is if it's not an aside and the racing has become really good but it's it's part of the whole package and it's not it's not fake it's never trying to be anthem that it isn't and I, I think you're you're hitting the nail on the head, Michael, about the pride that people um, place in this meeting because Galway has an awful lot going on, but the 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 the, the, the races in terms of popularity it has never never waned. Yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think you know our, our racing is you know we we love it and we have some historic races and you know we have some handicaps, but as you say, it's it's not just about the racing in Galway, and it's uh, for us it's about. Uh, creating a festival that that targets everybody from you know the 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 person that's in the buggy to people in their more senior years and and, and everybody in between and we try and offer something for 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 all of those people and you know there there is there can be a lot of dwell dwell time at a race meeting in terms of you know a half an hour gap between races but uh, there's no dwell time in Galway uh, there's always something happening you know we have I think there's. 50 live music acts uh, right throughout the race course next week there's there'll be stuff happening in in, in every corner uh and and there'll be there'll be a buzz in every corner of the race course uh and you know i think that's what that's why people love it um because it is you know people can be here for six seven hours so it's it's a it's a long day but to to have that atmosphere and that buzz and to get to meet so many people as you say that you know, during COVID, we've all missed meeting people. Uh, and I think a lot of people will come to Galway next week to see people that they haven't seen in two or three years. And, you know, everybody just wants to have a have a chat with people again. And, uh, you know, if we provide that opportunity, that that's great. Uh, and, uh, you know, as you say, I think that's what that's what makes it so special. Yeah, I think, Jerry, you were saying as well, like, you you know, you were kind of done with the, the whole pandemic situation. But it, it was I just that brought me back to last year because I, I had a, this thing uh, during the pandemic of just trying to block it out and just concentrate on other things because so I'd kind of forgotten that Galway was that it was kind of like effectively owners last year. And I felt so sorry, Michael, for elderly people who were we'll say vaccinated that that was it's such a, an important part of people's lives down there some elderly people who that is their, their their thing that they've done for decades really you know and mm. it'll be beautiful to welcome them back uh, on Monday yeah I look uh, and I think we probably you know we'd always probably said that uh, up until 2019 but we never probably realised how strong it was until I suppose the phone started ringing uh, pre our 2020 festival and you know we it was I suppose we weren't as busy we we had uh, no one at that festival apart from the participants and we got the opportunity to talk to so many people that you know loved Galway and they were just ringing us to wish us luck and that they were so sorry that they were missing it and that they had you know they, they wanted to ring and tell us that they had been there for 30 years and that this was the first one that they were going to miss so uh, to see those people next week and that's what we have uh, a new club that we introduced uh, during lockdown and that that's kind of was born out of that uh, I suppose to to connect with those people and when we started that club we you know we were thinking if we got two or three hundred people into this uh, club it'd be great and it'd be great to get to know them and uh, what we're, we're we're two years in now and I think we're we're approaching two thousand members uh, and it's uh, it gives people a real connection towards the race course 
and it gives us a chance to to connect with those people because you know they're they're fans of Bally Brit, they're fans of of what we do here. Uh, and it's 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 great to be making that connection and uh, you know there's some special uh, items on offer for them next week and uh, you know as you say it'd be great to welcome them back and I, I know they're going to have a good time when they come back here uh, you've got Nathan Carter coming as well sorry you've got Nathan Carter coming as well <laughs> yes yes uh, yeah sure look we, we, we try to do a little bit of everything and uh, it certainly got the phones ringing anyway um, and I think Wednesday evening look uh, the goal, I suppose we, we've always tried to, you know, focus on different days and uh, Wednesday is obviously the Galway Plate and it's been running for, this will be the 153rd running of, of, of the Galway Plate and it's unusual this year, we, we've actually seen a return to the more traditional days, so your Wednesday, your Ladies Day on, on Thursday in terms of ticket sales, so uh, I think Wednesday is actually. I had someone phone me this morning, and they were saying that everybody's looking for tickets for Wednesday. We got many more tickets for Wednesday. Um, so I don't know is that Nathan or is it the guy we played? But look, if they're if they're here, we'll take it, and I'm sure most people will enjoy a bit of both. That's kind of the whole point, isn't it? That uh, you come for one thing, you stay for another, but ultimately you have a good time. Um, talk to us a little bit about the actual future of the track, because I know there's big plans for redevelopment and investment in it, just to make sure that the facilities match your ambition for what the experience is like on the days that people come. Yeah, it, it is. Look, uh, I suppose, you know, you, you if you have to keep changing and evolving, uh, people won't come back to the, to the same thing year in, year out. And... Uh, people's expectations change over time as well in terms of the facilities. And, that, and that's probably what's uh, driven us to where we are now in terms of the new facilities that we have on offer offer this year. But yeah, certainly, you know, the, the, the Gold Race Committee here have, you know, they've, they've always had the, the foresight to, I suppose, reinvest in the facility. Uh, you know, there's there's been multi-million euros spent uh, in the facility over the last number of years. And, and that's that's stood to us in terms of uh, attracting people to to the course and uh, yeah we have plan plan information to I suppose revamp the whole uh, eastern end of the race course so that would be you know your parade ring area uh, a new pre-parade ring saddle and boxes uh, a new restaurant around the parade ring and a new uh, grandstand around the parade ring so it's a it's a fabulous looking facility we spent a, a lot of time and effort uh, to to getting it to the planning stage and and, and getting it through planning uh, obviously, the last two years has has delayed it slightly, but look, it's 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 high on our agenda. Uh, it's something that we would you know love to get done and love to see done. And uh, I suppose we'll be looking for the support of Horse Race in Ireland to to get that over the line. But uh, I suppose this year, the last six months was all about you know rebuilding the festival, uh, getting our name back out there, getting it publicised, uh, getting people here. Uh, and I suppose once we get through this this festival, we'll probably refocus back onto onto that development. But yeah, there's 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 exciting plans at Galway, uh, and you know there there always has been. It's 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 not new, as I say. You know the committee are are, are always wanting to to re- reinvest in the facility, and and you know we've we've been around for 153 years, and and certainly want to be around for many more many more years to come. There there, there is an element of it, Galway as well, Gerard, build it, and they will come in terms of the quality of the racing and. The prize money for sort of the, the hurdle and the plate now is so good that you get like these horses that you know back in the day would have just been put out. Now they're trained for the summer. But um, Michael, I, I think the a great example of Galway how in my time the strength has just gone. It's gone to another level of being high class in certain races where you get horses winning and running in in classics and. 
it's 22 years it's 20 years sorry since Bonoas won the, the two year old maiden for Kevin Prendergast which I think is my first recollection of that race and Kevin Prendergast hasn't had a winner this year and I think next week would be a great time for him to uh, to do it but Grace Wallow won the race following year which I remember quite well beat a horse for Aidan O'Brien's was well fancy Grace Wallow went on to win the Irish Derby Dermot Well won it again in 2006 2008 2009 2011 2012 2013 2015 2016 but in the last five years he's won that race once because everyone now is targeting it including Aidan O'Brien Ah yeah look and that's what's incredible about it and uh, I, I suppose going back to in terms of reinvestment you know there was a huge amount of work done as well uh, on the course uh, back in 2012 and we did a huge uh, project again uh, last year uh, in, on the track in terms of drainage and in terms of improving the, the, the quality of the surface and no more that we're, we're always trying to uh, improve our customer experience and customer journey. Uh, we, we spend a lot of time out on the track, myself and Jerry Broderick and, and his team and Lark and we're our clerk at the course uh, in terms of how we can improve the course, uh, the ground quality itself, but also the layout of the course. And, you know, there is some uh, changes uh, this year in, in, in the summer festival. We, we have uh, repositioned uh, two fences down the down the back straight, so the the regulation as well, and that's something we trialed last uh, September October, and you know the jockeys were were very happy with it. So it is that it is it is about including improving uh, the quality of the surface, uh, which is you know allowed those um, I suppose good horses that have gone on to do bigger and better things, as you say. Uh, and people get a great buzz out of that. Uh, you know, anytime that a, a horse goes on to, you know, win win a real quality race after having run in Galway, our, our Twitter feed comes alive, uh, you know, because I suppose there's so many people that feel a connection to Galway and, and they, you know, they they love the fact that they have been there to see that horse run or win in Galway. Uh, and they're delighted to, to see it go on to, to, to bigger and better things. So, yeah, it's 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 something that I think provides a bit of pride for us as well uh, to see those horses on on those big stages and 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 know that they they may have started out in Galway. You, you mentioned the ground as well. I spoke to Larkin uh, recently, and he was telling me that you've been watering since May. And for somebody who grew up in Galway, I find this absolutely staggering. But you were saying to me on Monday then that like watering has been very very common in recent years. Again, from somebody who was who grew up in Galway, this just seems completely alien to my... I mean, I was like, did I even grow up in this county? It seemed to be raining every second day, but that's just not the case anymore. I was there on Monday, and, like, an awful lot of water is needed to keep it safe. Yeah, no, it, it certainly is, and it's, uh, I suppose, puts a lot of strain on our team uh, in terms of getting that quantity of water out, you know, and, yeah, as you say, I, I suppose we invested in a, a bridge watering system uh, it's about 14, 15 years ago. And, uh, you know, I, it was a bit of a joke at the time when it was uh, it, it was put in because it, it pretty much spent the first four or five years parked in the shed. It never came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the last, uh, you know, I, this is my eighth festival. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure that there has been a festival that we haven't watered for. Uh, and certainly the last three years, uh, we've had to put out on significant amount of water. This year is actually, you know, I, I know we had the weather warnings earlier on in, in, in the week, but um, this time last year was uh, significantly hotter. Uh, we had three or four days of, of uh, plus 30 degrees. We had 20 degrees at night. Uh, so we watered 
right throughout this week we were actually watering 24 hours a day um this day last year i think we, we'd done a, a few nights of, of 24 hours a day uh so it was very strenuous on the team last year we were we, we tried to get ahead of it a little bit this year uh and you know we we did that and we're in a very good position at the moment we we've we've held off a little bit for the last couple of days there is a a forecast of you know 15 16 17 mils of rain uh, over the next uh, couple of days um but if we if we get that on top of where we are at the moment i think i think we'll be in in perfect condition uh for for monday and i think everybody will be will be very happy with it well listen we wish you the very best of luck you were great making time for us i know it's obviously a very busy time for you but um i think everybody's delighted that uh the festival is back to what it should be. It's a real sign that we're back. We also did guess. We did get the hook. You're looking for that news hook. You know, Sam Maguire is welcome to Galway, even if Kerry win it. Basically, <laughs> that's what you said, Michael. Yeah, kind that's it. Kind of. of. Maybe, maybe later in the week. Only people are so chilled out. I mean, there was there were images of Shaw Street this week with those Harley Galway bunting up. Like it's a lot going on in Galway. Like so, they're they're well able to park the football and say welcome. And if David Clifford comes, obviously it helps the crowd and he'll have a good time. He'll have a good time. Yeah. Michael, good stuff. Very good. Thanks for wishes. Best of luck with the whole thing. It's uh, Michael, Michael Maloney there from uh, the Galway races. In, in the racing itself, you were talking uh, during the week about the weights. What's yeah. the crack? Um, yeah. So the it's just as I said, it's a race that the race meeting that has been more more so targeted from by the the good trainers and because of the prize money and um, hopefully we'll have a couple of overseas Raiders this year as well I think we will um, and you know you look at JP McManus kind of uh, having his Galway plate winners where there was memories of finger on the pulse somebody I think Larkin said that was his his favourite memory was from finger on the pulse one for Tony McCoy and JP McManus and JP McManus if he's in Galway will certainly be in good form after Limerick's hurling win at the, the moment the betting adamantly chosen for William Mullins is favourite for the hurdle and fire attack for Michael O'Leary is favourite for the plate now as much as I think you know the the quality has gone up I think people do love the story of the smaller owner winning in Galway and I think that's part of the magic of it and uh Hopefully we might have something like that in the hurdle and the plate. All right. Next week's Galway races means the busiest week of the year for Tote with over 250 Tote staff working at the race course each day. On Wednesday, Tote will sponsor the Tote Galway plate for the 13th consecutive year with a prize fund of 270 grand. It's one of the richest jumps races of the year. Tote will also sponsor the stable staff canteen for all seven days of the festival. For the first time ever, Tote's SP or better guarantee will be available at the Galway races while online at tote.ie. There will be several promotions for customers including a free daily jackpot bet. Check out tote.ie for more. Do you have any tips for us? I mean, that's kind of... Uh, in the hurdle, I rather like the chance of uh, Tax for Max for Willie Mullins in the plate. Um, let me get the betting up here. It's it's tough at this stage without knowing what's actually running in the plate. Too uh, far away for the uh, for you to trust. No, one sec now. Um, you're, you're just basically filling time here. I'm opening the kimono a little bit and letting people... See yeah, what's going on. I mean, it's it's hardly very convincing. When what what, what do you fancy the plate? Oh, hang on. Uh, let me let me look at something here. Um, but I was doing that filling, so you wouldn't have to tell everybody. Yeah. Um, in the plate, uh, I like Cape Gentleman actually. Like, so the Cape Gentleman one is interesting because Emma Mullins, obviously. I mean, I was I was I was on I was I was in London for a brief trip to London. Get on the tube, and Sam Whaley Cohn is sitting across from me. He was literally just like, "What are the odds?" Sitting across from me on his day day days days work. He's he's not long previously 
ridden the winner of the Grand National and the reason he won he won the, the Grand National was because they'd bought the horse off Paul Byrne and Emma Mullins started the Grand National with a horse who didn't really look like an obvious type of the race that's a long way of saying Cape Gentleman doesn't look an obvious type of this race but he's only exposed and he'll be trained for it uh, and he's been prepped for it and then I do like uh, Tax for Max in uh, the hurdle and of course Noble Yates who won the Grand National as yes. we're talking about had won at Galway the previous October he actually had yeah which which is no harm and Emmett thinks outside the box and I think that would help in a race like this it's 9 it's nine to 1 the field fire attack f- a solid chance but you need an awful lot to go right in, in both of those races it's very very tight track and you need an awful lot to go right I'm not sure actually who's riding Cape Gentleman all will be revealed and if you're going just remember Galway is the ultimate marathon not a sprint oh man like I mean I was I was there I think it was the, ch- the Monday or the Tuesday of Galway did you sneak out as a teenager to the Galway races the first time I went to Galway I remember and this was the, basically the beginning of the end of my life um, the, the Yanks would come home and we always said the Yanks would come home even though they are born in America and lived in America all their lives so, oh the Yanks are home it's kind of strange like their parents must have you know been inculcated this love of Ireland with them so they'd come to the races they'd bring us your cousins the cousins and your, bring, your Yank cousins the Yanks the Yanks were home and they bring you to the races and the first time I was in Galway races literally everything I backed won like and I obviously obviously it was like it was well 12 I, sorry I can't be telling at, this at the time. radio at I mean at the time, time. <laughs> but, um, it, was, it was the done thing were you 7 one, or 8 I'd say it was I'd say, there's a photo of me I, was, I think it was about 12 right um, all great future behind me and all that but there was one race where I backed the runner up and I walked away from the stand and they're like please hold on to your dockets there's a steward's inquiry I was like what's a steward's inquiry so I went back and like grabbed the docket from the middle of the stand it was somehow still there and they reversed the results so I even won on that and I was like this is easy this is brilliant look at me now all these, all these years later it's great crack <laughs> the, my, one of my favourite always stories is I owned a horse called Sabras who was and I've always said I wanted a winner I wanted to win a race week in Galway and I actually did have a winner race week in Galway but he ran in Wolverhampton um, so he was so I, I was going to Galway and I had Gavin Cromwell trained the horse and he hadn't given me any suggestion the horse was going to win he hadn't he wasn't even that confident so I get in the taxi and the taxi like you're off to the races yeah 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 um, I wore for a horse I was like alright where Wolverhampton a horse called Sabras I was like what I own him like I don't, I don't have any word for him so went into the Labrooks tent at the races uh, he won by a neck and everyone was on him like he was massive gamble like into like 11 to 8 favour of Robert Winston and a, an Irish gamble in Wolverhampton everyone was on him and I had the penny on him and I was there like anyway at least he won but that's Galway it's just like and that, that was the crack was only beginning then like do you know that Goodwood is on like Wolverhampton is on there's so much going on I mean a lot of us have fallen in love many times as Galway races and many will at this uh, at this Galway races and it is about the people as much as the horses I think uh, Johnny Ward have you been? Tony Ward, the Irish version of Hunter S. Thompson, talking yeah. about the Galway races, the way Hunter S. Thompson. We're in the middle of the Kentucky keys, Derby. and uh, something started to take hold, and so on. Um, it is, it is a little bit like uh, Kentucky Derby is decadent and depraved, but it's, it's also great crack. Yeah, uh, multiple times. Yeah, always had a good time. Always have a good time at Galway. Yeah. When were you last there? Um, it does get harder as you get older I think I think we were there in 2019 for a night mm. but only for a night and we had to come home to do the breakfast show the next day so it's not the same <laughs> sometimes it's enough it's not the same sometimes it's enough and I, like have that next day off or just bro- you know roll over and broadcast through but I can't do that anymore exactly I just can't away do with that anymore no you'd, you'd get cancelled for it now Johnny yeah or you might say something <laughs> right <laughs> or both 
After the break, we're going to be hearing all about leading female amateur jockey Jodie Townend, someone who made headlines herself at the Galway races in the past. Friday Night Racing is brought to you by Horse Racing Ireland. Love every racing moment. Visit hri.ie and the hashtag is every racing moment. Friday Night Racing this on Off The Ball. And they're off. Brought to you by Horse Racing Ireland. Love every racing moment. Visit hri.ie.